So, hello, and welcome back to The Small Introvert That I am your podcaster, Sally, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about two simultaneous topics. I think I will talk about these two because these two are much more about the writing itself, not the idea development or the style or the method. It's much more about how you are writing. And this is where a lot of people are, where they get mistakes. Because the idea is there, the character is there, everything is there, like the beautiful idea, the beautiful blurb, the beautiful chemistry of the environment that is set, whether the location, the storyline, the character build, the chemistry between the characters and the relations, the type of feel that you have, but it's always fucked up with the writing. Yes, today we're going to be talking about the rough writing which is a one-directed style and the multiple or semi-completed style of writing which is actually something that most writers do I personally don't especially when it comes to uh, quick projects I prefer to write them uh, one one at a time so one chapter completely then another let's say for example like right now I'm writing chapter I think this is chapter 29 or 28 from my soul to lucifer for example i wrote this like two days ago it is a semi-completed because it already has like the blurb but i already have the blurb actually done as a bullet idea on my copybook this is why it's best to always refer to the sourcing that you have done so that you know the emergency ideas that you have like you can write them down in a bullet and then have it as a rough draft as here with extra research now why do I prefer the one done one and done instead of the semi-completed because the semi-completed gets me confused (laughs) like for me as a person but this is how this is a personal choice now like I said most writers actually prefer to have the semi-completed which means they write each chapter their idea like each chapter they write either the beginning or the end or the, the middle or I don't know or even the general idea of that chapter and then they build on it which is actually called a reverberable rebuild in writing world I don't know I don't know if that is actually the correct name to it but I know that is actually the name to it in French so now when it comes to editing like editing what you are writing to know what you are doing and this and that no it depends if you are someone who has a perfect level of English, like myself or like someone else, like anyone actually in general, or you are native in American or English or British English or Australian English, and you want to write, it is always best to use a software and do the spot editing yourself. If though, if you are someone who is foreigner, like myself, again, because I am an Algerian in base, my first language is actually Arabic, it's not English but I do master English so good that I don't have a problem actually using it as a quote-unquote first language or first tongue language that I use here but if you are a foreigner and you have a problem with your writing it is always best to either have someone who you know and trust and know the storyline themselves like you do like as a secondary writer and they could correct it for you or you can use softwares let's say for example like inverso let's say for example grammarly 
actually Grammarly is free if you want to and I'm not sponsored by them or anything it's actually something that I would give for free because it's actually for free I mean of course you can literally buy it like for example like you can actually like go premium which is about I don't know uh, $10 per month no yeah $10 per month 10 to 5 you can go to student status like it's pretty cool it's a pretty cool app and I use it technically it's not I use it technically actually I use it all the time especially in writing so yeah if you are someone who has Microsoft Office also that's a great tool to use because when you write in Microsoft Office actually they have their own spelling slash grammar spot corrector so you can actually correct yourself within yourself with the software that you have now of course if you are going to work in a big company let's say for example not the company that I'm working at which is Story LTD PTD in Singapore uh, it's a writing company it's a writers company online but let's say for example like gonna be writing uh, I don't know like uh, Austin Macaulay the old company that I worked at and they almost robbed me uh, let's talk about that later <laughs> Well, it was my mistake. I'll, one day I'll... So one day, actually, I will talk about it later. Because I will talk about it in the sense of publishing pro and publishing on an online platform with no money. Depends on what you want and the promotion and all of that. So I'll be talking about that. Now, why am I talking about grammar and spot correcting and spot correcting in the novel charming as... As a sort of thing, some of your own mistakes, or have someone who you truly trust. Like, here's the thing: correcting these type of things are not taken light. Like, especially if you are going to pay an editor to do your editing, it is always best if that editor actually lives in the same city with you, or at least have the ability to contact you face to face. Let's say, for example, like a Zoom call. A meetup Google uh, a Skype call whatever it is you should know <sighs> you should know what is going on what are the changes that are put out if not he should or she I don't know should send you a copy of the mistakes that there is like the rough draft and the finished project or the pre-finished product of their work it is always best also to have them update you per week, per week, especially if it is like a full novel. Let's say for example, I don't know, like 300, 300 pages or more, like even 100 pages actually is a lot. So I totally understand. A lot of people do not know what to do when these type of things happen. Because here's the thing, when it comes to these kind of things, it's always best to do it. And I mean it. Like... So, yeah. Now. Oh, oh, God. That being said. Spot correcting, especially grammar and spelling. You can do it yourself if you know the language. Now, if you are writing, let's say, for example, in another language. Like, you're writing English, English, English. Then you have a phrase in Russian. It is always best to use a translation that is under it or next to it. Between brackets or between quotation marks or between... Uh, semicolons or anything or 
any type of punctuation that you see it fit. Now, let's go to the function. <laughs> the function is, I meaning, there are some times where the company that you're publishing at, whether company or website actually, would delete words. <laughs> that happens to me all the time on dreamy and story writing. And it's totally fine because it is a company, and especially in Soul to Lucifer, for example, it is sort of a dark romance. So it is always tough to like, I already put warnings on my, on my chapters where like, if I'm talking about, let's say, for example, like something banned, let's say for something violent, something plus 18, something not PG-13, it is always best to, how to say this, um, to disclose, to, dis to do a disclaimer. Like, here's the thing, because even though you will not be sued by anyone, it is always best to avoid that type of shit when you can, because believe me, I got the wrong time. Like, I got the wrong end of the stick at, at one point, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're trying to avoid it as much as we can. So, I was not being sad. Now, here's the thing. Also, when it comes to third-party editing, like, this is the... T I'm not gonna say this is my experience because I never had my novel edited by anyone else because I already write in near perfect English, thankfully. Like, I'm not that type of person, but let's say, for example, like, I am writing about a Greek god or a Russian god, like, here, like, Slavic. The names, you cannot change them. It is impossible to do. But, the good thing is, you can do a lot of things. You can either bring it uh how to say this you can either like put a capitalization or you can even do a extra chapter whatsoever as it is to know what you want to do like not what you want to do but what you will do you know what i mean so yeah now as we all got that all of the way now let's talk about the fun shit. <laughs> now the real fun shit is if you are someone who is, I'm not going to say who is publishing, but what is the common problem here? And what are the tips to recover from regarding spell editing and grammar editing? Sometimes there are a lot of people who can comment bad criticism because there's good criticism, there's bad criticism. Now bad criticism, it's usually because of other than, I don't know, like as if the topic that you're writing is a little bit too, I'm not going to say too far-fetched, but a little bit too extreme. Let's say, for example, like uh, rape, terrorism, gun use, drug use, uh, glamorizing, these type of things, especially glamorizing or fetishizing or uh, beautifying such horrible acts. It is pretty, pretty darn bad to... I mean, here's the thing. I don't know what you're going to be writing. I don't know the end of the story because as a reader myself, you can never tell. But if the writer is someone who has this type of fetish, there is a or this type of mindset and they want to share it with people, it is always best to not to. 
because duh the doing you're not supposed to do that that is extremely bad especially since we are in a time where if you say someone who is not gay that he's gay he will get sensitive so I'm just saying I'm just saying y'all don't blame it later so that being said now when it comes to a lot of like a lot of this type of glamorizing and diminishing the risk of what is going on you should put a disclaimer this is why I said like it's always good to put a disclaimer to protect yourself as a writer but also as a human being because for me a lot of my a lot of my readers are Asian a lot of my readers are European and like when they look at my profile the first thing that I say I'm Algerian based which means I live in Algeria, I am an Algerian in the baseline. Which means that my upbringing, my religion, my everything that is regarding me is not used in my writing because there is a lot of problems. Because we as Algerians, dare I say, we don't have a mythology because we were so much mingled and mangled in a lot of conversations colonizations and then a lot of we have been colonized so much that we don't have it there I say like I think our heritage our cultural heritage was like what 100 and I don't know like 200 years old or even a little bit longer but that's about it and it was not even ours it was like Turkish now this is what we're gonna be talking about in the authentic versus the famous ideas we're going to be talking about those where i'll be talking about these type of things now the next episode oh man oh man now i realize we have about two episodes left oh my god oh i'll miss you guys god damn it oh, i'm gonna get emotional Shit. <laughs> But I will be having another series where I'll be talking a little bit more about writing, but then it will be like much more about me step to step. I'm not going to say step to step because this is as thorough as I can get without me spilling all the beans on my writing. But yeah. Now, anyway, I thank you guys for listening in and hope that you have a very good night morning twilight dusk elon musk who knows <laughs> but yeah i'll see you soon guys bye oh yeah hold on before i go i might be talking about also about some technologies that are actually coming out this year well not this year this few years but a lot of things has happened in this shit like in this world because i've been a lot disconnected from a lot of the world because hey I'm a hermit I'm a cat well, I'm not a cat actually I'm a human but who looks like a panda and who acts like a panda hibernating for the winter <laughs> so I'll see you guys later bye <laughs>